you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, they are who we thought they were, and we won't let you off the hook if you don't start the players. Michael Fabiano guarantees to have big games on Sunday. Cannot win with them. Can't do it. Plus, which of these players are must-sits in Week 12? We've got 16 you can't win with. And we're talking fantasy playoffs. We break down the schedule to help you decide whom to trade for and whom to trade away. NFL Fantasy Live starts right now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose, the most watched fantasy football show on television. Matt Money Smith here with the Hoff, NFL.com, a senior fantasy editor, Michael Fabiano. Molly Karam, Adam Rank, going to be along in just a minute. Remember to follow us on Twitter at NFL Fantasy. Get all the latest fantasy spin and news plus analysis from Fabs and the rest of the NFL.com. Experts, Fabs, trade deadline, how many uh, pending? How many you got going on? I'm right trying. Now? I've got four good receivers in our league yep. and no buyers. Nobody's uh, nobody's nibbling. I need a tight end. Hey, I still got Tom Brady. Nobody wants him. Figure that one I've out. I've got Peyton. I can't do anything. You sure? You don't want to make friends. a deal right now? I'll trade you Tom Brady for uh, one I'm of those receivers? i on that one, okay. my friend. Uh, cut after <laughs> just eight games as a Cleveland Brown. Running back Ben Tate, already been claimed. Minnesota Vikings. Running backs, Jarek McKinnon, Matt Asiata missed practice time this week. So there is a chance. Ben Tate gets the start for the Purple and Gold Sunday, taking on the Packers. Does this move help or hurt Tate's value? So when he goes from a backfield with three running backs to a backfield backfield with with three three running running backs. backs. I would probably hold him if I'm in a 12-team, 14-team league. But other than that, outside of the potential that he starts this week, of course, then he'll have plenty of value as a flex starter. I don't see a lot of value right now in him. Maybe he takes over the Matt Asiata role uh, with McKinnon being the guy moving forward for the Vikings. We'll see. Let's get another one in there. Uh, Another running back on the move, former Steelers back LeGarrette Blount, set to sign a two-year deal with his previous team, the New England Patriots. 
certainly knows a good chunk of Bill Belichick's offense. Fabs, this could be a big one considering he's had success there previously. I feel bad for the people who got Jonas Gray off the waiver wire because they had to be excited. 200 yards, four touchdowns. Oh, no, LeGarrette Blunt's in New England again. He was the highest scoring Patriots running back in fantasy last year. It wasn't Stephen Ridley. It wasn't Shane so Marie. It was effective. It was LeGarrette yeah. Blunt. He knows the offense just like you said. This makes all three of the Patriots running backs almost unstartable. Almost less valuable. With, with <laughs> You have no confidence in any yeah. of these guys right now. So uh, And Blunt, you, you said it. He could be a sleeper, a guy who's going to see goal line work in this offense. But right now, real hard to trust any of those three running Between backs. Between the two. If you have, uh, let's just say, I don't know, they're both available. You can I'd go rather have LeGarrette Blunt. Okay. Yeah. Um, in Buffalo, just scary out there. Four feet of snow blanketing the city. The Bills have canceled practice for the second straight day today. The region's driving ban prevents players from getting to the team facility. Now, NFL media insider Ian Rappaport reports both teams must know by Friday if the game will be played as scheduled in Buffalo or moved to a different time or location. It could be the district. It could be Detroit. Fabs, any impact here when it comes to fantasy based on where this game's going to be played? Not really, uh, except for when it's going to be played and making sure that you have your lineup set and making sure that if this game ends up getting moved to Monday or Tuesday of next week that you're set up in terms of what you're going to do with your lineup. There aren't a lot of really great plays from a fantasy perspective in this contest outside of Sammy Watkins, uh, Bill's defense. Other than that, I'd stay away. Obviously much more important to our thoughts with the people of Buffalo and staying safe out there. We're going to have a whole lot more on Sunday's matchups, including Fabs' starts and sits coming up. But for now, let's get you up to speed on what you need to know about that AFC West rivalry matchup to kick off Week 12. Chiefs Raiders Thursday night football features fantasy's reigning king Jamal Charles and the Chiefs as they head to Oakland to take on Derek Carr, Michael Rivera, and the Raiders. What's up, everybody? He's Adam Rank, and I'm Molly Karam here to give you a last-minute preview if you're putting together a daily fantasy lineup that includes the TNF matchup. So let's take a look now at the Chiefs and their DraftKings.com salaries. And Adam, of course, we know the deal with these daily fantasy leagues. It's all about value. It's all about bargains. So who provides a good value here on the Chiefs side of things? Jamal Charles is actually a pretty good value, and he he would cost a lot of your cap. But if you want to go somebody a little bit more risky for a great value, Mm -hmm. Niall Davis is going to have the opportunity to put up a ton of points against his Raiders team, who has surrendered a lot of fantasy points to running backs this season. And I think back to a year ago when these two teams played mm-hmm. and Jamal Charles got loose and Alex Smith was throwing them the ball. So this could be a huge offensive outpouring of points. And if you want to get in on that, if you want to use your flex spot for a guy and 3,000 is the, the salary floor there, Davis has the opportunity. He has six touchdowns this season, which is incredible to me because a lot of teams – there's a lot of teams with a lot of running backs who would love to have six touchdowns, and Davis is seemingly able to get it. So he's a pretty good value right now. Yeah, there. especially at $3,000. Perfect. Hmm. Petty cash. All right, let's move on to the other side of things. Give us a Raider who could be a good bargain tonight when you look at this lineup let's here. Let's see, none of the above, none of the above, none of the above. Latavius Murray, there we go. We're going to get familiar with this young guy. I really think so, because the Raiders' season, as far as the playoffs go, mm-hmm. it's over. They're 0-10. Yeah. They're the first team eliminated from playoff competition. But now you got a chance to take a look at some of your younger stars. Of course, Derek Carr has been given this start this pretty much the mm-hmm. whole season. Murray came out last week and saw a little bit of action against the Chargers and looked really well. He was running strong. He looked so much better than McFadden and MJD. And you look at this team now, Sperano, I get, 
He wants to win for next year, but he also has to take a look just in case he is there. What has he got? What has he got exactly. with Murray? Do they need a running back, mm-hmm. or can this be the guy who carries their offense going into the next season? So he's going to get a lot of chances, and he could be somebody who could be a sneaky little play this week. Yeah, I mean, he saw 27 snaps last week, and they are 0-10, so now's the time, right, if, if we feel like MJD and uh, Run DMC are done. They're only, you know, they're one draft away from being a very good team. I'm not so sure about that. Be sure to stick around throughout the show as we preview the rest of tonight's matchup, plus Adam's ultimate daily fantasy lineup for Week 12. Tonight, Jamal Charles has the first-place Chiefs on a roll as they face the rookie Derek Carr and the Raiders in one of the NFL's most storied rivalries. Thursday Night Football tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, live on NFL Network. Money, or Matt Franklin, should I say. Back to you. Look, if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna come after me, Molly, it's Matthew Franklin. That's the way uh, I used to hear it when I was running away from the house instead of to it because I knew I did something wrong. Each week, uh, Fabs, you uh, list your starts and your sits at NFL.com. It takes you, I don't know, about 30 hours or something like that. Something so let's like that. Uh, let's give the people a taste with your start and sit quarterbacks for Week 12. Well, Jay Cutler was a guy I said start last week, and he had a very good Worked game. Out. I'd keep him in your lineup this week. Tony Romo has excelled against the Giants in New York. Start him. Players on benching, Robert Griffin III. Yes, I apologize for that last week. Russell Wilson's got a really bad trend at home against the Cardinals. But let's talk about Phillip Rivers. Now, Akbar and I got into a discussion last week on Sunday's show about Rivers and his trend against the Raiders in San Diego. It wasn't good, and Rivers wasn't good. This week, he's playing the Rams. They've had 15 sacks in the last four weeks. Remember earlier in the year, Money? They couldn't get to the quarterback. Now, they're getting to him a ton, and they held Peyton Manning to fewer than 15 fantasy points last week. I think the arrow is pointing down on Phillip Rivers right now. I'd bench him. That stat there, 165 yards per game last three weeks considerably more impactful than you're at home against the Raiders. You know? right, they just well, He's not throwing the ball well Marry right them two together, <laughs> and there you go. To the running backs, Fab. Starts and sits. You got Shady McCoy in your starting lineup. Justin Forsett is another guy that we need to start Mr. this Consistency. week. Shoelace has got a great matchup, but let's talk about LaShawn McCoy. Okay. This is the first time I've been able to talk about him and start him and sit him for two years because he was so obvious that it was foolish to put him in here. But I'm getting so many questions on Twitter as to what to do with LaShawn McCoy. Please start him this week. The Tennessee Titans have been awful against the run, especially lately. The last time we saw them on a football field, they were giving up over 200 yards rushing to Le'Veon Bell. They've given up 11 rushing touchdowns this year to the running back position. McCoy is going to have his best game of 2014 this week, I guarantee it. All right, there is a guarantee, not just something stamped on the side of a box. Here we go. Start and sit uh, wide receivers, Fabs. Sort of uh, no-brainer now with Mike Evans, yeah, right? Because bit. he has been unreal, Alshon Jeffrey. Torrey Smith, he's the better Smith in Baltimore right now. Steve Smith is struggling. Down to the guys that we are sitting, Kenny Britt. Pick him up, but don't play him. Larry Fitz and Andre Johnson. Now, this is specifically for guys that are not in PPR leagues. If you're in a standard league, you have to bench Andre Johnson. He's had fewer than 100 yards in 13 straight games. He has one touchdown in his last 17 games. And the Bengals have allowed the fewest receiving yards to wide receivers this year. They've also allowed the second fewest fantasy points to the position. If you're in a PPR league money, play him because he can get you double digits. But in a standard league, he's not giving you more than six or seven points. All right. Andre it's just that Johnson, simple. It, yeah, no, I understand. I'm anxious to see what Andy Dalton does in a big game on the road, considering, you know, the Browns and just what a mess the mm-hmm. AFC North is. Here's your uh, tight ends. Just quickly run run through them here. Fabs, you got Witten there, Gates, 
Wade, that's uh, Molly Karam's favorite tight end in the league, playing the Giants. He plays very well against New York. Fleener, Fleener's the if good Dwayne one, yeah. Allen is out, pick yeah. him up and start him this week. Guys that I'm sitting, if Cameron comes back, keep him on your bench. And Martellus Bennett, it's November. Don't play him. And by the way, uh, Fleener has averaged nearly 15 points per week the last two. So something going on there, and it's a good matchup and as well. And the last time he played the Jags, yeah. double-digit points. There you go. For more on all the guys, Fabs likes his starts for Week 12. Check out his Week 12 Fantasy Spotlight exclusively on NFL Now. NFL Now is on your favorite connected device, or you can download the app for free on your phone or tablet. All right, still to come, we'll go inside the numbers, break down some trends you need to know about before setting your lineup. We'll tell you why this might be one of the few weeks you want to sit Calvin Johnson. Plus, you sent us your rosters, and our experts send you back the perfect starting lineups for Week 12. Hey, this is Rob Gronkowski. More NFL Fantasy Live coming up next after this. Time for Everyday Performer presented by Bridgestone. Hello again. He's Michael Fabiano and I'm Molly Caraman. Each week we're giving you guys a look at our locks of the week with our Everyday Performer at each position. These are players you can count on with no hesitation for week 12. And just a disclaimer, they're not the sexy elite names, but these are guys that are accountable in week 12. So Fabs, who's your Everyday Performer at the quarterback spot? I like Tony Romo a lot this really? week because he's playing against the New York Giants. And uh, honestly, he has scored 21-plus fantasy points in two of his last three games. And against the G-Men in his last five roadies, 14 touchdown passes. New York has also allowed the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks over the last four weeks. I like Romo in this game, and I actually like your guy, Eli Manning, too. Oh, hey now. I do. All right, let's move on to here and take a look at your fantasy projections. And you have 19.04 points, 276 pass yards, two TDs. Looking like a nice day against I this Giants do, defense. Again, I do say that Romo could put up top 10 numbers this week based on the matchup and based on the success he's had against the G-Men. Say what you want to say. That he owns the Giants. He does own the Giants. Makes my blood boil. All right, (laughs) let's move to the backfield. This Denard Robinson, he is looking like the real deal here at the running back position. He's got a nice matchup this week against the Colts. That's really their only weakness is that run defense. Their run defense is really bad. Just ask Jonas Gray. Over 200 yards, four touchdowns, and and Shoelace has been extremely productive. 11-plus fantasy points in four straight games. Four rushing touchdowns in the last five weeks. The Colts have allowed the third most fantasy points per game to road running backs. This is probably the only member of the Jaguars that I trust from a fantasy perspective, although Cecil Shorts could be a decent sleeper this week. But if you have Shoelace on your roster, tie him up, get him in your lineup. Mm, I like what you did there. You like that? Yes. What do you, what's he Let's giving us? Let's look at the projections here. I'm going for well over 100 yards. Give him another touchdown. Again, Molly, the Colts defense, no bueno against the run. Mm, over 100 yards. Generous. I'm going bold. Yeah, you are. I, I love like it. That. All right, moving on to the wide receiver position. But, Fabs, let's stay in this matchup on the other side of things. T.Y. Hilton coming off one of his worst games. Right, didn't but do you much. You ain't got no worries. Didn't do much against the Patriots, but start him this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not only are they bad against the run, they're bad against the pass as well. T.Y. has scored 10-plus fantasy points in four of his last five games. The last time he played the Jaguars, 15 targets, 11 catches, and 155 yards. And he also has recorded 110-plus yards in each of his two career home games Mm. against Jacksonville. The Jaguars, well, they're more like the Lambs this week. They are going to be sacrificially (laughs) roasted at the expense 
of the Indianapolis Colts. We went Colts. there. And let's not forget, Andrew Luck, Colby Fleener will also be great plays this week. No but question about it. focusing on T.Y. Hill and take us through your projections. Hey, listen, he always goes for 100 yards against the Jaguars, so I'm giving him 104, 16.4 fantasy points. I will take that all day long. I say the Colts score 30-plus in this game. Mm, fabs just handing out hundreds. That was everyday I'm performer today. presented it's the holiday season. by Bridgestone. Baller, shot, caller. All right, make sure you have those three in your lineup for Week 12. Now for more lineup help, let's send it over to Matt Money-Smith and Adam Rank, guys. Earlier this week, we asked you, the fans, to tweet us using the hashtag SetMyLineup. We pick out a couple of you that are in need of help. Rank, we have Scott, we have Oliver. I believe you are taking the task of Scott's lineup. Why don't we uh, start with the quarterbacks, and uh, you do a little uh, do a little of the big work here, the heavy lifting. All right, he's got two pretty good options right here. I'm going to go with Russell Wilson. One of the main reasons why is because I feel like the Seahawks are really going to win this game. I feel like the Cardinals are walking into a little bit of a trap because Seahawks are really desperate for a win, which okay. means huge game for Russell Wilson. The running back, our producer was like, yeah, this guy doesn't have great running backs. I disagree. I like C.J. Anderson. He's somebody that I've liked all year, just waiting for him to finally get his chance to play. Here he is. He's going to be the lone guy. Juwan Thompson's there, but I'm not really too concerned about it. C.J. Anderson is going to be a number one running back going forward. And I also like Isaiah Crowell. Love it. And the great thing here, too, is that Cleveland looks like they're committed to him. They're going to go with him going forward. And last week, he had a fumble. And a lot of times, you see coaches with young running backs pull them out of the game, bench them, lecture them, do all sorts of stuff. But Petten came out this week and actually defended him and just said it was a great play. He's like, you know what, sometimes in football, defenders make great plays and that kind of stuff happens. So I look at Crowell to have a big game. He's also out-snapped Ben Tate by a lot. Or not Ben Tate. Well, Ben Tate's gone. Terrence also West. Terrence West as yeah. well. So I like having that. I think you're really good, Scott, at the running back position. At receivers, we don't need to waste a lot of time here because he's got Calvin Johnson right. That's playing easy. him each and every week. Julio Jones playing him each and every week. At the tight end position, Dwayne Allen would be the guy I would go with if he's healthy. But on Thursday, not knowing or if it's Friday morning for you, I'm going to go with Owen Daniels right now. This is a smart pickup. I have got Dwayne Allen on a couple of teams. Owen Daniels was the guy who was available on the waiver wire. So I went ahead and picked him up. So for right now, we'll put him in. Now, okay, now here's the, the tough part. Word. It's the flex position. Now, we talked about a little bit before uh, during the break about maybe you would go with Dwayne Allen here if he was healthy. If and ready he's to available, go. yeah. He's I... available to you. If not... I'm going to lean towards the running back. I'm going to go with Charles Sims. I know that Percy Harvin gets targeted an awful lot, but I like the running back. The situation, the Bears do shut down running backs. Nobody's really getting a lot of yards on them. But I do like having a running back in the flex spot when everything's basically equal. All right, there you go, Scott. I will go to Oliver. And uh, as you can see already, the defense, the kicker, the tight end, because there's only one option. Ali, uh, again, like you, you had two pretty good options, a quarterback, as do I, uh, Tony Romo or Russell Wilson. I'll get started with Russell Wilson. I was Wilson. just in Kansas City uh, to do the Seahawks versus, uh, versus uh, Chiefs game. Chiefs. And one thing that is apparent is the play that Daryl Bevel is running for Russell Wilson, this read option and how well he is executing it. You already know he's made history quarterback with three 100-yard rushing games this season, and these are easy yards. You'll see it right here. The entire team, they're playing basically the rope-a-dope. They hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch the entire first half. He gashes them opposite side, typically on the strong side of the field, and Russell Wilson runs weak side for about 15, 20 yards. You're going to get that against the Cardinals. The other thing I like about the Cardinals, you said it, this Seahawks defense is playing against Drew Stanton. He had two picks last week. Right. All right, This is not Carson Palmer. I know they're going to try to run the ball. They're not going to run it that effectively. They hold opposing running backs to about 80 yards 
per game. So I love Russell Wilson in that quarterback position. Running backs, easy. DeMarco Murray and Mark Ingram going to get oh, the yeah. start there. Even though Ingram had a tough go last week, I still like him moving nice. forward. Uh, wide receivers, again, not oh, hard. Easy, yeah. Demarius Thomas, and against, although against a very good secondary in tough. Miami, it's still Demarius Thomas, though. You still got to play him. And then I'll also go Elshon Jeffrey, which brings us back to the flex and the same sort of conundrum you had, which is do I go Steve Smith? Or do I go, for me, it's going to be Denard Robinson. Right. And I know people don't like starting Jags because they're not a very good team. Guess what? Come on. Not a Jag. And by that, I mean just a guy. Great. Denard Robinson is averaging nearly five yards per carry. He is putting up boffo numbers the last three games. Don't know why you wouldn't plug him in there just no. because he's got the teal and uh, black and gold going on. Don't fade the Jaguar. I don't like that. I know because a lot of people like to play the Colts defense, too, just because of that reason. But Denard Robinson, yeah. he's had at least 100 scrimmage yards in three consecutive games. He's a great player. What play. if these guys went head-to-head? Ollie Scott, what do we uh... – Let's see over there. Oh, you got I'm right. taking my guy. No, no, no. Oliver's got a no, good I'm, I'm going to take my guy. I, listen. I'm going to take my hey, guy. listen. If you want Crowell your lineup set, send us a picture of your complete lineup and use the hashtag setmylineup, and you might just see us help you out on the show next week. Still to come, the NFL.com standard trade deadline is tomorrow night. If you're still wheeling and dealing down to the wire, we've got the players you need to trade for to win a championship and the guys we recommend you unload to make room for them. More NFL Fantasy Live right after this. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Matt Money Smith, Adam Rank, Michael Fabiano here with you. It's the trade deadline. It's tomorrow in NFL.com Standard League. So if you want to improve your team, you need to figure out who to trade for and whom you're going to be trading. The important thing, guys, is to keep in mind the playoff schedules. It is arguably the most important thing you can keep an eye on because the playoffs are upon us. So let's get it started. Rank and Hoff. The best quarterback playoff schedules right here. Tony Romo, you see the Bears, the Eagles, and the Colts. Hey, these are big-time names. Right behind them, Drew Brees. And then, well, not so many big-time names. So, trade four, Fabs. Drew Brees, and you know me, Money. I like to go for the gusto. I like to go out and trade for the big-name guys, much like my beloved New York Yankees rank. I know you're not going to say anything there about my Yanks, right? But It's November. You can't talk about the I'm Yankees. I'm always talking about the Yankees, but Brees has a great schedule, Money, and no one knows this more than you because that's part of the reason why you drafted Drew Brees because he has got a cake schedule with games at home in the Superdome when it counts the most. Yeah, two on the turf and the only one on the road against Chicago, and you assume that's going to be a point palooza. Now, on the other hand, a tough playoff schedule can turn a solid fantasy option into uh, the guy, really, who ruins your fantasy postseason. So here we are, the quarterbacks that have the five worst playoff schedules, weeks 14 through 16. Remember, very few Super Bowls are played in week 17. So, okay, no worries. Carmen, whatever, Bridgewater. Oh, boy. Andrew Luck, uh, there it is. Uh, is that even and Jay Cutler, well? you're not going to trade Andrew Luck. No. He's been the uh, highest point producer in all of fantasy football. But Jay Cutler, uh, top ten at the position, a legitimate QB1. What do we do here, right? Yeah, if you have the opportunity to peddle him in a deal, and I, I play in a lot of leagues with guys who are Chicago fans, which oh, actually yeah. sometimes works against you. Because they're, they so, they're so mad at Jay Cutler <laughs> as in, in real football that they don't want him in fantasy either. But if there's somebody out there who's desperate for a quarterback, 
and you can kind of sell him. Look, look, you know, Cutler's played pretty well this season. He's hitting all of his targets. Guys like Martellus Bennett, Brandon Marshall, we just saw a couple of nice catches there. Alshon Jeffrey, this is an offense that could be poised to make some big gains, but, oh, going down that playoff schedule. It's I don't brutal. like it. I feel like you're going to have to be uh, streaming some quarterbacks towards the end of the year. Yeah, well, hey, your streaming options aren't all that bad. Josh McCown over uh, Jay Cutler, perhaps, something you can think about. Let's go to the running back playoff schedules now. Whom are you trading for? We have them listed by teams because, in the case of the Browns, a squad that runs 50-plus percent of the time, one of just three teams in the NFL that do that, Pick your uh, Crowell or West. The Jets, of course, two-headed most of the season. The Saints, if they got Thomas back, you could get into that same said, You know what I'm saying here. <laughs> How about it, uh, Rank? Are you making a trade for one of those Cleveland Browns backs. Well, we just talked about Isaiah Crowell when we were setting Scott's yeah. lineup about how much I like him going forward. He's got a great situation. The one thing that I really like about what the Browns will be able to do now, they do run the ball a ton. Not a lot of teams run the ball more than them. But now that Josh Gordon is in the mix, whether Josh Gordon comes out and has a huge season or not doesn't really matter because teams are going to have to commit safeties back to protecting against the big play against Gordon, which is going to mean the Browns' already effective run offense is going to be even better going forward. So you try to figure out which back it's going to be. I like Wes. I like Crowell. But I do believe Crowell is going to be the guy going forward. Yeah, and I did say three. It's actually four teams that are over 50%. The Browns in the top three, though. Uh, so, look, you're going to get opportunities, and that's something that you always like, Fab. Speaking of opportunities, as we look at the five worst running back playoff schedules here, Cardinals with Andre Ellington, Eagles. Ooh, that's a lot of uh, big-time names you are looking at right now. But you're going to go to uh, to number 28 there, right, uh, I am, because I love to sell high, and – Jonas Gray will never have more fantasy value than he does right now after he goes for over 200 yards and four touchdowns against the Colts. This week, I would sit him, and now you've got LeGarrette Blunt in the mix. Yeah. Go out and try to trade him for a Jay Cutler, for someone that can help fill a weaker spot on your roster. And I know Cutler has a bad schedule, too, but I don't know that you're going to get a ton for Gray now that they've signed LeGarrette Blunt. But you know what? All's fair in love and fantasy football. Trade with somebody who's not paying attention. Yeah, it's kind of I, tough, though, look at the numbers. But people don't trust Belichick already. That's the problem. Is anybody anybody who would want to go out and say, "Hey, I'll give you Jonas Gray"? Most people had never heard of him. I mean, a lot of people right. didn't see him play at Notre Dame, and so they they weren't familiar with him ahead of time. So it makes it a little bit tough. It is uh, tough. You uh, you made the point. You, you just got to lob it out there, see if anybody falls for it. it. Happened to me earlier this week. My my idiot cousin Adam tried to trade me Jonas Gray for Calvin Benjamin, and I said, "Who are you talking to?" And next thing I know, <laughs> he's traded Jonas Gray to somebody else in the league because he found somebody to fall for. That's just There's what you have to one. do. Always somebody that's willing to that's do right. it. Uh, here we go to the wide receiver position. Five best playoff schedules. Not a lot going on until you get to number three there with the Packers, of course. Ooh. Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb feel good about that in the postseason. Hard to pick a Saint moving forward, but uh, Rank, if you are going to trade for someone, uh, again, it's kind of hard to figure out what direction you're going to go and who's going to give up somebody on this board here. Right, but Jordy Nelson, if somebody has got a team that's real weak at running back, maybe a weak at quarterback, and there's some sort of package you can put together, Jordy Nelson's got to be at the top of the list. I realize I'm preaching to the choir while I'm looking at you I and would speaking be the choir. about this. Yes, I'm going to face the congregation. So okay, people not, there you go. I have Jordy in my league of record, and it's so fun because he's guaranteed at least 10 points. We were talking a little, you know, about the salary or about the scoring floor. Sure. Like the guys are at least going to get you double digit. It seems like every game they start off, they go deep to Jordy Nelson. He usually catches it. And you're sitting there with about 11 points about four minutes into your fantasy weekend. 
That kind of stuff is fun. That makes fantasy football fun. And if you think it, it can't happen, I mean, Fabs, you traded Demarius Thomas in our Fantasy Live League. I, I traded uh, for Calvin Johnson Calvin in our Fantasy Live League. You just have to get creative. It's going to probably be a multiple player for one, but Jordy Nelson's going to be worth it, right. especially with that it's schedule. Like, say if you have wide receiver depth and running back depth, for example, and you want to go for the big name, Put Josh Gordon in a trade with a RB2 and make an offer for Jordy yeah. Nelson. You never know. Uh, here we go. Bad situations at the wide receiver position. Chargers, Raiders, and eh, Vikings. Mm-hmm. There's the Broncos uh, and the Bears. So at the very bottom there, 29 and 28. I don't know but, if you're trading Brandon Marshall, Elshon I mean, Jeffrey, or you're not trading Demarius any of Thomas. Guys. So is there value? Can you pick anything up with any of these teams, Fabs, before the trade deadline on Friday? In fantasy, I think I can sell ice to Eskimos. Okay. So I will try to trade Keenan Allen. And I will definitely talk about the fact that he's seen more targets lately. And in a PPR league, he's got more value. He's not doing it in standard leagues, but he is seeing more targets. The reception numbers are up. It's a hard sell. It really is. But the fact of the matter here is that I am not trading any of my, my, my Broncos wide receivers or my Bears <laughs> wide receivers. But, again, there's always someone in your league. And you don't have to go one for one. Throw them in there. Throw them in for a That's trade. Hey, yeah. I'll go one for one. You know what? I'll do you something even better. I'll give you Keenan Allen. I just Look, I'm just going to say the jacket, I know, the jacket you're wearing today, it just it goes perfectly. <laughs> shyster? With what I mean, it just it has that look to it, man. I think you're working it, Fabs. It's All right. fantasy shyster. Coming up, if you Gotta are trying try to put together a daily fantasy lineup and can't stay under the salary cap, help is on the way. Adam Rank going to give you his best value picks of the week when we come back. Plus, you got two players, but just one starting spot available. Who gets the nod? Fabs gives his picks next on NFL Fantasy Live. I got this jacket out of your closet. How dare you? Coming up on NFL Fantasy Live, they may be on the same team, but there's only room for one on your team. It's youth versus experience. Which Smith are you going to choose? We got the answer. Out of playoff contention, need a fantasy do-over? We've got just the thing for you. Our daily fantasy picks are on the way so you can stay in the game. And will Matthew Stafford still toss it up to Megatron? If he's stuck on Revis Island, we break down whether or not the Patriots will be able to keep Calvin on the ground on Sunday as NFL Fantasy Live rolls on. Time now, though, for coaching decisions presented by Lenovo and Fabs. Everyone has that one spot on their lineup. You can't decide. You've got two similar players. It's the tough decisions. They usually tweet you about That's these, these type scenarios. So each week we're helping you make the right coaching decisions for fantasy success. And we begin with the quarterback position. These two happen to be playing each other this week in the shy. Who would you start, Josh McCown or Jay Cutler? Two great plays. Now, I like McCown, and I think he's a very good start. But between the two, I'd go with Jay Cutler. Last week we told you to start him. He had a very good game, over 20 fantasy points. And the Buccaneers, yes, they held Robert Griffin the third in check, but that offensive line was terrible, and RG3 is not Jay Cutler. The Buccaneers have allowed 20 touchdown passes this year. That's tied for most in the National Football League. Jay Cutler's a top 10 play at quarterback. Cutler getting the slight edge here. Fabs, let's move to the backfield. Better play Ryan Matthews. He's back hosting the Rams or Frank Gore facing the Redskins. I'll tell you something. I'm not in love with either one of these two. If I had to pick one, it would be Frank Gore. The Redskins, they've given up an average of about 106 rushing yards in the last three games. Gore has 100-plus rushing yards in two of his last three home games, Mm. which is Santa Clara, not San Francisco. Matthews is a flex. I think Gore is a flex. But between the two, I'm going with the old veteran. 
All right, we're splitting hairs here, but you're not really sold on either. Not in love with either one of them. Okay, and for the wide receiver position, Monday Night Football, Ravens at Saints. Are you going with Steve Smith Sr. or Torrey Smith? Because it keeps switching. Who's the one? Who's the two? Steve Smith was great earlier in the year. Now he's disappeared, and it's Torrey Smith. Smith's 12-plus fantasy points in four of his last five games. Three receiving touchdowns in his last two road games. Matt Money Smith loves these stats, by the way. And the Saints have allowed the sixth most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. So, Steve Smith, I'd play him as a three. Torrey is the better play from a fantasy perspective. All right, Torrey, getting the reins again. Thank you, Fabs. That was Coaching Decisions presented by Lenovo. You are quite the stat man. Now, let's send it over to Matt Money Smith and Adam Rank with a look at Rank's daily fantasy lineup for Week 12. Gentlemen. All right. Thank you, Molly. And for those of you playing in daily fantasy leagues and looking for help creating your Week 12 lineup, Adam Rank is here to show you and to give you his expert, no stats allowed, opinion. (laughs) Just your expert opinion. Straight from the gut, Rank. That's what we're looking at. That's the way I roll. Here we go. Let's get a look at uh, who you have in your lineup this week. The salaries, of course, from our friends over at DraftKings.com. What do we got? Well, you see Isaiah Crowell there. We were talking about him a little bit earlier in the show. So, listen, I'll put my fake money where my mouth is, and I will start in my lineup here. And, of course, Andrew Luck taking a large majority of my cap there, but feel like he's a pretty good option going up against the Jags. I was just haranguing people for not fading the Jags, and then there I am picking Andrew Luck. But Justin Forsett's the one pick that I'm really excited about. He's been one of the most consistent running backs in fantasy football. It's like every year we look back at that list about like, hey, this guy's been on X number of championship teams. It seems like Justin Forsett will be that guy this season. And he's a great pick in the daily leagues, too, because he's very consistent. He scored at least 10 fantasy points in six of his last seven games. He's got a good matchup against the Saints, too, who give up a lot of points to running backs. So I like it. Yeah, we, we often look for the ceiling and whether it can be a 20 to 25 point. We rarely do we think about the floor and how right. important it is to get 10 points from those high-priced acquisitions in these daily leagues. And that's what you get from Forset. You get some insurance that you're going to at least get that 10. Yeah, you don't, be, you don't want to be hung out to dry. No. And then you, you know, but you can take some risks at some other positions. Okay. And in that same game, I like Kenny Stills. Because typically, when you think of the Saints, trying to pick which Saints receiver is going to be the guy to step up is kind of like looking at a popcorn popper and trying to guess which colonel is just going to shoot out of there first. Is that hard? It is hard. Yeah, I it's, never it's tried a lot it. more. Yeah, every night, every Tuesday, every Tuesday before I watch Sons of Anarchy, I always cook up <laughs> some popcorn, and I sit there and I try to see which one's the one that jumps out. But anyways, Kenny Stills is going to get a lot of opportunities with, with uh, Brandon Cooks out for the next couple of weeks. So I look for that team to be passing a lot. Drew Brees is his quarterback. So when you're looking for value picks, I look at good quarterbacks, good offenses, and a guy who's going to have an opportunity. Yeah, certainly with the injury to Cooks. Uh, a Well, a che- I don't want to say cheap. Inexpensive, we'll say. Inexpensive, inexpensive pick up inexpensive. there to balance out your lineup. What else we got? Because you got to save some money if you're picking up Andrew Luck. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Boom Heron. And okay. I know when Trent Boom. Richardson is the number one starting running back. It's not going to be too long for that number two guy to kind of come in there and make a name for himself. And I expect Heron to get his opportunities. Again, I don't want to beat up on the Jags, but they have given up a lot of fantasy points to running backs. The Colts got to get back and really establish themselves in the AFC. And unfortunately, it's one of those situations where the Jags could be walking into a potential blowout. So I'm going to go with the backup there. It's, it's risky. These are the kind of things I do week in and week out. Last week we talked about Taylor Gabriel. Always taking a chance on guys like that who have the opportunity because the bang for the buck is uh, extreme. Yeah, certainly, and especially with Trent Richardson a little dinged up right now. Dan Heron could end up seeing the bulk of the He was great in the preseason, the too. Yeah. Like, he was somebody, too, that we thought 
could be a, yep. a, a great fantasy option, but he had two running, two veterans in front of him, so that happened. Well, now he does. Browns are 6-4 and four without the best receiver in fantasy football from 2013. Will Cleveland still be rocking this Sunday when the Flash finally makes his return? NFL Fantasy Live has the answers when we return. Friday, Lyle Alzado defined intimidation, playing with a fury that put fear in the eyes of the opposition. But his success came with the ultimate price. Lyle Alzado of Football Life, Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, yours on NFL Network. Week 12 is here, and that means it is go time. If you're on the cusp, yes, of making the playoffs in your league. So we've done some digging and found a few trends you need to know before you set your lineup. Each of these compares how a player performs when another player is on the field with him or not. Like when I'm here and you guys really rise to the occasion and step up your game. Oh, step up. My yeah. best I get nervous. You, you, you when do, you're here. right? You bring your A game. That's what I thought. Yeah, I'm very intimidating. All right. For example, this week, the Saints will not have the services of rookie Brandon Cooks. He was placed on the IR. So here's how Breeze and the Saints have fared with and without Cooks. On the field, Michael Fabiano. From this graphic, it's telling me uh, Breeze is a little better when he has uh, the rookie. Well, there's no question about it, and the problem is they don't have that player to replace him Mm -hmm. in this offense. Pierre Thomas is still all banged up. Darren Sproles is in Philadelphia. Kenny Stills is more of a deep threat. I'm still starting Drew Brees, regardless. Uh, He's got a great matchup this week. The Ravens have not been good against quarterbacks this year. They're tougher against the run. But Brees' first option, Jimmy Graham, his second option has really been Brandon, Brandon Cooks for a lot of this season. We need Jimmy Graham to step up. He was a little bit of a disappointment last week. Got to just over two points. But now this week, he needs to be that guy we saw in the preseason who was super explosive. The guy who I thought could have been the number one pick in fantasy drafts this season. Could have been Jimmy Graham. We need that guy. We you don't need the guy. You think he's going to step up? He's absolutely going to step up. All right, good stuff. You know who has stepped up? Who? Mike Evans, oh, yeah. another rookie. He has been tremendous there in that Bucks offense. And and you look at his production when Josh McCown's at the helm versus Mike Glennon, and he's he's really playing so much better when McCown's there. Yeah, this has been the magic formula that McCown had in Chicago, and it was basically this: drop back, throw it up, so your tall and talented receiver yeah. can go up and get it. It's like playing Madden, you know, like everybody does. You drop back 20 yards, you just fling it, let the guy go up for a 50-50 ball, boom, he's got it. But there, you saw right there, those were good passes. He's actually just dropping them in the basket, and this guy's got the speed, he's got the size, and he's turning these defenses around. It's pretty much the same thing that we saw when he was at Texas A&M with Johnny Football, making great plays. In a favorable matchup this week against the Bears secondary. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. That'll be all right. You know who we're very excited to see? Josh Gordon. It's about time. He's back, Fabs. And when Josh Gordon is on the field, look at how much better this Browns offense is. Josh Gordon should be not only in the starting lineup for the Browns this week, but in your fantasy starting lineup as well. You held on to him, too. I've had him in a few leagues out of my 11, which is just too many, by the way. But (laughs) Josh Gordon last year played three games with Brian Hoyer. He was targeted 34 times. So there's no lack of a rapport between these two players. He's playing Atlanta this week. Their defense is not very good. This Such could be a good shootout. matchup to come back, right? How do you not you start Josh Gordon unless you are absolutely loaded mm-hmm. at wide receiver? It's gonna, oh. oh, no, please, Molly. I was going to say, it's going to be interesting also to see this team because this Browns team has been so much better without having him now getting him back it's in true. this offense. But you know North Turner is going to be the guy who wants to just drive this. North. Wait, wait, it's not North Turner. Who's the coordinator there? It's Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. It's a Shanahan. It's Shanahanigans all over again. So you're not and trusting now it's it? Oh, it's Shanahan. How can I trust that? I'm out. 
Mike, Kyle Shanahan is running. This is the only, you know, if you want to, if you want to get the Shanahanigans label uh-huh. to no longer be bad in fantasy football, give the ball to Josh Gordon. Start it, throw it to Josh Gordon. Second okay. play, throw it to Josh Gordon. Third play, I don't care if the Falcons double team them, triple team them. Mm-hmm. If they put Stone Mountain in front of them, you throw it to Josh Gordon. Wow, he really just sold me on that one. Speaking of not trusting, Calvin Johnson. Every week he's a lock. Megatron, arguably the best receiver in the league there. I don't know, Antonio Brown giving him a run for his money now. But he's on Revis Island. And Adam, oh. he's been able to shut him down in their two career yeah, games. Yeah, if you look at the history that they've had together, it's been pretty bad. But this is one of those instances where you use the first-round pick on mm-hmm. Calvin Johnson. You're going to go ahead and stop, start him. The problem is trying to figure out how the the uh, Patriots are going to defense him because they could put Revis on Golden Tate and mm-hmm. double-team Calvin Johnson, or they can c- kind of do a mix and match, kind of like they did with the Colts last week, where sometimes Revis would be on T.Y., sometimes he was on Reggie Wayne. So you really never know who it's going to be. And all you're playing for here, you want one shot, one 50-50 ball with Matt Stafford, the Calvin Johnson in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Hope it happens. Hope you get double-digit points. It's not the best scenario. It's not my favorite situation to be in, but... When you're looking at these number one cornerbacks, you can't predict who they're going to cover. Typically, unless it's a Joe Hayden, Mm -hmm. last week we all thought, well, it was going to be T.Y. Hilton. It wasn't. He was on Reggie Wayne most of the night. So, as Adam said, they could put Revis on Golden Tate, then drop a safety in to double-team Calvin Mm -hmm. Johnson. We just don't know. You play Calvin Johnson. That's the bottom line. That's why they call him Belichick. But, guys, it's another level. It's not just Revis on him. It's Belichick also behind this, which which makes it a whole nother level of scary and another wrinkle. Belichick's wise. See the names Uh, that are coming up. Don't start Jonas Gray this week. Belichick hates our fantasy team. Okay, this is Sounds like they signed like Eric Blanco. All All right. right. We've got another stat that might just convince you that Ravens running back Justin Forsett is 2014's fantasy MVP. To see it, watch NFL Now on your favorite connected device or by down downloading the app for free on your phone or tablet. We're coming back with more NFL Fantasy Live right after this. Stay here. to throw up the rock sign there. Getting Week 12 started in just a couple of hours as we wrap up NFL Fantasy Live presented by Bose. A couple of historic rivals in the AFC West tonight, but only one real major fantasy option. Fabs, we all know who that is, one Jamal Charles. He has been one of the best running backs in fantasy Mm -hmm. football over the last four or five weeks. All but one of his touchdowns have been scored in his last five games. And the Raiders, well, they're just terrible against the run. And Charles has 343 scrimmage yards and seven touchdowns in his last two games against the Raiders. Remember last year he played the Raiders, he had like 51 fantasy points against them? This is a must-start, must no-brainer. Let's move on to Travis Kelsey, though, Adam. He is getting the playing time, so that's encouraging. But last week, not exactly the most pass-happy game plan. Yeah, it was a, it was kind of a matchup problem for him because even though that the Seahawks have allowed a lot of fantasy points to tight ends, they don't. They have the guys to actually stop somebody like Travis Kelsey. Whereas this, in this situation, the Raiders don't really have those kind of horses that can really shut him down. So he's one of the most athletic guys on the field, and I expect Alex Smith to dump the ball off to him 
plenty of times underneath, allow him to do a little bit of work. So if you need a tight end option, Travis Kelsey's a pretty good one. Is a guy you could go with. Money, Sorry. Alex Smith, really a game manager last week. Of course, that yeah. was against the Seahawks. This is a totally different type of matchup. And no question. And the thing about Alex Smith is he doesn't make mistakes. He, he does not throw interceptions. I want to say it's been uh, over 130. Actually, it has been over 130 pass attempts wow. since he's thrown a pick. Now, he has not thrown a touchdown pass to a wide receiver yet this season. But that doesn't matter because he scored a few on the ground. He gets those bubble screens out to Dat, DeAnthony Thomas, Jamal Charles, Niles Davis. He can pile up touchdowns in that manner. And as Adam Rank just uh, detailed, Travis Kelsey is going to be a load for the Raiders. So let's say you got Cam Newton. He's been a disappointment this year. Alex Smith probably available on the waiver wire. He can get you 20 points in this Thursday night matchup because that Kansas City defense is going to be so freaking dominant, giving him a short field to work with. No question. With that being said, let's take a look at the projections, guys, and uh, let's walk through these here. Any major discrepancies? Mm, Everybody really. seems to like Jamal Charles. Mm-hmm. Obviously, and top three back Bo. this week. Nobody li- and Rankster yeah. likes Alex Smith quite a bit. Yeah, look, I think that's realistic. I think 18 to, to 22 points for Alex Smith and, and Travis Kelsey. Maybe, I don't know, now that I've talked about uh, about what Alex Smith is going to do, maybe mm-hmm. we're all a little low on Kelsey. That could be a big game for him. He could be, yeah, but yeah. who's going to get the touchdowns? Because last year right. when, mm-hmm. the, when Jamal Charles was smoking the Raiders, the big thing was is Alex Smith was throwing the ball to Jamal Charles and getting all those points. Yeah. So same thing could happen this this, uh, yeah, this year. Which is great if you have him in a PPR, too. But on the Raiders sideline, guys, we all much uh, pretty much agree here. Not uh, much value see, in fantasy land. Not him, no. There's uh, no. There is a that? tight end though, oh, Michael Rivera. Let's that one the tight end there. Huh? Yes, what? Fabs. Who is this guy? And tell us why he might be a good play over some other waiver options. He's the guy who is the brother of the girl in Glee, right? Mm. Yes. yes, that's She's who he is. Yes, he is. She used to date she... Big Sean. Okay, I don't no, know who that is. Vera. But went over your head. Rivera has been very good lately from a fantasy perspective. He definitely has something going on with Derek Carr there in Oakland. So. If you're desperate, he is on the waiver wire in a lot of leagues. The last time he played the Chiefs, he found the end zone. It's not a great matchup, though. And the only guy that you probably could play with minimal confidence mm-hmm. this, this, this week uh, is Rivera. One guy to pick up, though, Latavius Murray for the Raiders. I think he's going to end up being the guy there sooner than later. Yeah, no question. It seems like he's passed uh, those vets there. All right, guys. So if you're desperado, you might go Rivera. We clearly love Darren McFadden. Yeah, you're not, not too all. high on Run DMC. Yeah, they had us do these projections, and I'm like, can we do Latavius Murray? I was hoping I was going like, to be the no. lowest for each and every one of them. Really? Nope. But I'm not. Nah, you got me in a couple there. Uh, I, you know what? I almost feel like I gave too many points to McFadden. I feel it's <laughs> yeah. going to be even the same way. Yeah, like, like it could Murray, be a two point Murray could end up carrying the ball and like 30 MGD. times. They got to hey. shorten the game, and they got to see what they what they have. They got to <laughs> see because they got to look for next year. They got a good young mm-hmm. team. Let's see what we got in this running back position. Yeah, he's 24 years old. He might have surpassed yeah. the vets. You know who is a good play? What's that? The Kansas City You're Chiefs defense. Right. Very good. Absolutely You right. can trust in them. All right, NFL Fantasy Live will be back on NFL Network Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Up next, NFL Total Access kickoff gets you set for the Chiefs and Raiders football. Starts here. You're a pro. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, 
Green Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.